Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. I want to uh, introduce a topic that comes up fairly frequently here, which is global warming uh, and the whole climate change issue uh, in light of the fact that there's information. You know that heat wave that covered Europe over the last couple of weeks and uh, broke temperature records? I think it was in five countries, Belgium and France and so forth. Uh, They were dealing with 40 degrees Celsius, that kind of thing. Well, now it's over Greenland hopefully dissipating, but uh, still, over Greenland, which is the world's largest island, uh, it's semi-autonomous, but it's Danish territory, and it's up, uh, if you don't know where Greenland is situated, uh, the Atlantic, it's between the Atlantic and Arctic Oceans, and it, uh, it's, it's experiencing this high temperature. And the area of the Greenland ice sheet that is showing indication of melt has been growing every day, and it's hit uh, 56.5% for this year as of the middle of this week. And it's expected to expand, and uh, they've lost billions, literally billions of tons of ice. Now, some of that comes back in the colder times of year, so next month it starts to chill down again, but you never recapture it all. And I wanted to talk to somebody about that and what it means because on on a small scale, but ultimately that small scale is additive, becomes a large scale, we raise the level of the oceans. So with me on the line is Mark Cerise, I hope I'm saying your name right, a director of the Snow and Ice Data Center in Boulder, Colorado. Good to have you aboard. Oh, thanks for having me. So you heard the little setup, the the introduction. What do we make of this? Because on the one hand, I read that. On the other hand, there was a story about three days ago that I saw that said icebreakers couldn't get through the Barents Sea on the way to the North Pole. What What are we looking at here? Well, it's been a crazy summer so far up in the north. Um, now, you've been talking about what's happening to the Greenland ice sheet. Yep. Uh, that uh, We're looking right now at about 60% of the ice sheet saw some melt, a surface melt, and that's because of that heat wave, as you mentioned, that was over Europe, moved up into there. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, but there's been this overall trend towards more and more of the Greenland ice sheet seeing melt uh, during summer, and so uh, here here we have kind of an exclamation point on that. But it's been crazy up there in other ways. Uh, right now, sea ice, that's the floating cover of the Arctic, sea ice cover of the Arctic Ocean, mm-hmm. actually had a record low for this time of year. So in other words, we're saying for basically uh, August 2nd, it's the lowest we've ever seen. Now, it's a regional thing. There's some places where there's actually a little more ice than normal. But for the most part, it's way reduced from where it should be. Then there's this whole thing of all these wildfires going on uh, in northern Canada, uh, up in Alaska, and especially over Siberia. Uh, So it's been a crazy uh, season here, and it's all kind of connected together because it's just getting warmer. So what, what do we what do we look at? We you've told us that the these events that we're hearing about are not individual events. They're events that are part of the same thing. I guess we could just summarize by using the the oft repeated climate change. Uh, is there anything to do about it, or is this part of the entire argument that comes down to countries having to reduce carbon? 
this is part this is exactly what you say uh, you know the the issue of uh, global change or climate change is a global thing uh, we had always thought for many years that as the effects of climate change take hold, we would see it first up in the north, and that's where it would be most severe. And that is exactly what we are seeing right now. So it's a case where we sort of hate to say we told you so, but we did. But we're not going to be able to address this uh, as, as individual countries. This is a global problem. Well, if it's a, glo a global problem, it takes a global solution. And if you take a look at almost anything on this planet, unfortunately, it's really hard to get consensus on a global solution and have all of the countries get in line. But I'm looking at statistics that say uh, if you uh, if you lose 240 gigatons, that's mm. 240 billion metric tons for our listeners, this year alone, you actually cause what sounds like an infinitesimal rise in the global sea levels of 0.0 one of an inch. But if you take 100 years and do the multiplication, you're talking about flooding cities. That's right. That's right. So right now, the, the, the annual rise in sea level is something like 3.4 millimeters per year. Sounds like a small amount. Mm -hmm. But that's year after year after year after year, and it's starting to accelerate. So you're looking at the end of this century at sea level, maybe a meter rise or something like that. Now, depending on where you are, this is a huge problem or it's really not a problem. Like here in Colorado, we're a mile above sea level, right? But there's places like Miami that are already seeing the effects of sea level rise. It's already happening. Uh, and so you just can't ignore this anymore. It's right there before your eyes. We can measure this. Is there anything to make you believe, Mark, and I'm running out of time, so a quick answer would be appreciated. Is there anything to make you believe that part of this is also cyclical and that at some point, regardless of what we do, we'll see some kind of improvement on its own? Or is that out the window? There's always natural climate variability. We've always had it. We're always going to have it. But what we're seeing now is a very, very different thing. The planet is warming up, and the enemy is us. I really appreciate you appearing. And uh, since your business is climatology and you work in the Snow and Ice Data Center, I take you at face value. I appreciate your time. <laughs> Uh, it was a pleasure. All righty then. That was Mark Ceres. He is director of Snow and Ice Data Center from Boulder, Colorado, telling us what it all means. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.